you are, it seems, a man of many skills. A rare combination. If you've been gaming long enough, you are well aware of difficulty toggles. Easy, medium, or normal, hard, and insane. Whatever the equivalents of those are for whatever game you might be playing, it doesn't even have to be a sports video game. But that really only seems to apply to the gameplay. Things on the field, things on screen. Otherwise, I can't tell you how many times I've seen just absolute stupidity. And this is just strictly... Actually, we're going to touch on all the different aspects, especially in sports video games, because that's just the type of podcast we we working with here. Trade logic for a lot of games tend to be, I want to say, shaky at best. And maybe 2K has it the best, but even then I still see some problems. The main game I play, MLB The Show, also is known for its really, really janky trades. For one, you can acquire basically anybody. Really, that's kind of the case for any of these games. You can trade for LeBron James as long as you match the salary and give the CPU teams at least a decent player, a young enough decent player back. It's fine. Mike Trout can be traded for. That should not be the case. There are a ton of players that should not be traded for. Or it should be a lot more difficult. There should be roadblocks. But I get it. Franchise is not the mode that is going to get the love. You know, we'll get some details. You know, small details that will get hammered out. We all know where the money is going. The money is going to where the money is coming in. Input, output. You know, they're going to put the money into the money modes, which is understandable. It's business. It just makes business to invest where you're gaining money. They'll pay a couple thousand, a couple tens of thousand, maybe even a couple hundred of thousands depending on who the legend is to get them in that money mode because they know that there are going to be plenty of people out there that are going to be willing to spend the money on the virtual in-game currency vc stubs madden coins tickets i don't understand madden because madden is rather confusing they have like four different currencies it feels like I mean, MLB The Show, I know, once had tickets. And honestly, those were interesting because you always get those for every game you played. And there was like a quote-unquote exclusive like side market. Like, I ain't going to say black market because that's not how it works. It was out in the open. And you were able to acquire some guys there as opposed to having to work the marketplace. But instead of getting mad at the people that do play the ultimate team type modes because it's easy to rag on them it's real easy y'all spending money on players that you're only gonna be able to play with this year 
And believe me, do not think that these gaming companies aren't thinking the NFT route, which that would at least make the players that you do get on a year in out year out basis able to be sold over a multiple game period. Damn, I probably just gave the entire industry a trillion dollar idea. I just hope they give me some credit. They won't. But us franchise players, even if you're a hybrid player, if you play all the modes, you play the career modes, you play the the, the franchise, you know, GM type modes, you play the DD, the ultimate team type modes. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Hell, get your money's worth. As much as these games cost, which is something I will talk about in a later episode, get your money's worth. If that's spending $100, $150 on the most expensive mode or most expensive edition of the game that you have worked your hard earned time at work or you know you had good grades in school or whatever the situation may be Christmas money you know what I'm saying this might be the one game you get a year you know for a fact you get the day it comes out nothing wrong with that spend your bread while I'm mostly a franchise player I actually used to be more of a career modes dude especially in MLB the show oh it was so easy to just, yo, I'm a fire road to the show. You know what I'm saying? You know, work my way up the ladder of the majors, really the minors. Work my way up the minors. Honestly, looking at the minor league parks was soothing. <laughs> it was soothing. You know what I'm saying? When I actually had the money of my own in which to purchase an MLB the show, believe me. I spent a lot of my leisure time just playing road to the show. Much to the chagrin of some of my family members, they kind of thought, you know, I was becoming a hermit. It wasn't true. I just didn't feel like going out like that. Um, that's I'll tell you how now. <laughs> I went to college at 18, got kicked out a year and a half. Afterwards, spent about two years um, away from school before I went back and I had done a, I had done a decent amount of partying before then in high school in my first year and a half at college so by the time I was 20 yeah I go to a party every so often you know what I'm saying but you know I ain't want to always be out in the outside scene I ain't always want to be out there, you know, in the clubs, spending all that money, buying drinks, getting wasted, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I, 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 I'm a little bit more reserved. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I, love, I like to go out occasionally, like very occasionally, but my leisure time was usually video games, especially as I got past the age of like 19, 20. Cause I knew I wasn't gonna become a professional athlete. I'm, I'm, I'm just being real with y'all. No, I wasn't gonna become a professional athlete. You know, I still, you know, played here and there. And yeah, this is just how I spent my time. Back on topic. 
a lot of the difficulty settings, just the toggling over it, not touching sliders or anything like that. I'll touch on sliders and such at a later point in time. But just toggling the difficulty slider is honestly enough for most people. You know, maybe you need it, quote unquote, a little bit easier because you're not trying to be sweaty about it. And for the clowns online, they like to sit there and be like, oh, why don't you play on a harder difficulty, especially the content creators like myself. Just play the damn game yourself if you want to see somebody like struggle for no damn reason, you know. Just toggling those usually only messes with the on game, the on field, on ice, in the arena type experience. I'll delve in this a little bit further, but I'm just going to kind of, you know, scrape the surface for now. Um, the AI tends to, I'm not going to lie. Listen, I feel like it's cheesy. It can get very cheesy. And it's like, how is this game know what I'm, know what I want or know what I'm trying to do? Like, it'd be one thing if, the old 2K, I want to say VIP system, where the game is taking, you know, what you've done in-game, in a football game, you know, quote-unquote, you know, human chess, something I've coached, and, you know, logging, okay, all right, they like to do this on third down, third down in medium, third down in short, you know, they like to run it more than they like to throw it. You know, this user likes to throw it to the left-hand side to this receiver on fecking it along as opposed to the safety valve on third and medium. You know, he likes to hit the tight end when they um, like to hit the tight end to get that first down because he's a reliable target. That's perfectly fine. Matter of fact, I really wish they'd bring that type of stuff back. Um, maybe it's stuff that's under the hood that they just don't tell us about. It would be nice if they did, because I'm pretty sure uh, people love the transparency or want to see more transparency from these gaming companies, not just the ones that create sports games, but also the ones that create any game out there in general because the AAA scene is kind of is murky right now you know we're getting relatively good games getting relatively good games it takes a while it takes almost either either a takes too long or we're getting games that are like mm, this really needed more time in the oven these cookies ain't done these sports games don't have to be copy and paste like that but as far as the on field playing against the AI hell it would be nice to play against a facsimile of myself like especially in a game like MLB The Show NBA 2K Madden NHL don't really know how that worked in the individual sports, though. I'm sure it could be done. Might even be able to be done a little bit easier. 
I don't know. I'm not a programmer. I've never programmed a game. Hell, I barely play these games half, half that great anyway. But once you've hit that sweet spot, whether you are the type of person that wants it a little bit easier just so you can have fun, because listen, you've had a long ass day at work, your manager's breathing down your ass, your wife is up your ass, your husband's up your ass, your animal's up your ass, everybody just keep messing with you like, yo, can I have some time to myself? I just want to have some fun. So instead of me playing on all-star, normal, Take it down a little bit. Take it down a little bit. Let's take some frustration out in a metaphysical way. Not on anybody. I don't condone that around here. But you want to be able to just have some fun, man. Like, yo, I just want to rock out. You know what I'm saying? Bust some chops. Move on. My issue is everything else. I mean, on the field, in the arena, on the ice, that kind of stuff, in the ring. do play wrestling games, too. Don't get it twisted. Not all that much, but I do. I want more of a challenge. How many times have you seen a content creator... Assuming that you actually watch, assuming you watch them, you know, whether it be on Twitch or Kick or YouTube or whatever, or TikTok, doesn't matter where you, where you choose to watch or if you even do. But if you've ever circulated through some some people's videos, you see some moves that are very much questionable. Now, there is the dilemma of this is a video game. And to expect, to expect any modicum of realism might be a little much. Might be a little much because the second you fire it up and you make a move that hasn't already, it hasn't happened in the realm of you sort of the ticker on ESPN or something like that. Because there are people out there that follow or that play along with the season. That's your prerogative. I could never do it because I don't know if I'd be able to just play one game a day. And But there are people who enjoy that slow journey process through whatever season may be playing. We're currently in the 2023 baseball season. About maybe 50 games. 45-50 games into the season. There are people who are about 45-50 games into their season. And they play it one at a time. They might play just with the one team. They might play with multiple teams. Because they might play with one team. They might play with multiple teams. As to get their itch. Because maybe they're an unloyal fan. They're one of those. Oh, I like, I like two teams. That's your prerogative. Do what you want. Not my cup of tea, but of course, I'm probably also emotionally dragging myself through the coals by being a fan of one team in one sport. Whatever. But you look, but you look through the YouTubes and Twitches, maybe not so much Twitch, because I don't know too often how people will watch a VOD. They do happen. I remember when I was on Twitch, people would watch my VODs. I don't know why, but whatever 
you will see some of the most bonkers trades. Trades, acquisitions, roster moves. Don't make no sense. No sense in the sense that teams wouldn't do stuff like this. Like, I'm just going to have to tell you one off the top of the dome. I believe it might have been MLB The Show 21. Playing with the Arizona Diamondbacks. I think I'm in like year four, year three, year four, something like that. Might have even put it up on the channel. I would link to it, but I don't remember where it is, and I don't really feel like looking through it. But I saw that the Braves, you know, yes, they needed a shortstop. They had three guys who were over 80 overall. Now, caveat that by saying at least two of them had a secondary position. So they could have been moved elsewhere in order to get some burn. And now that the gears in my head are churning, that would be a morale issue as far as I'm concerned because it's not like any of those guys were older guys looking to be a mentor, looking to win a ring, willing to sacrifice some playtime in order to be a part of a roster that's a champion. This was not the case. These guys were in the, the dead set of their prime, and they all played shortstop. Um, I think it might have been like Thierry Adrianza, who I think plays short. It was like a Dansby Swanson and Tim Anderson. I'm probably butchering who the three guys are. One of them probably doesn't even play shortstop, but I think you're gonna you're gonna get the idea. All of them were starter level which is usually about 80 overall in any game, in any game. You see it in Madden where a team will have a 90 overall quarterback and they, they've paid him. They've paid him. He's paid out for a couple years, three, four years. And in free agency, they will sign another 80 overall quarterback, which is not the worst thing in the world. If durability or injury or toughness, whatever the equivalent of, of hey, you got a chance of getting injured, um, whatever that rating might be. Why are you meowing at me? Hi, Zena. I'm going to feed you. Don't worry. I'm going to feed you. I know it's 730 in the morning as I record this, but I'm going to feed you. I promise. You and your, your brother and sister. I got you. Daddy's not going to neglect you. Where was I? nothing wrong with having a quality backup it really isn't but again gear churn in here that would be a morale thing not too many guys in their prime are going to go to a team where they're gonna be the backup yet they still have plenty of tread on the tires unless they are older guys we just don't see that maybe that's a player programming thing but but player programming tends to be very general of a topic i want to hit on like there are certain aspects of these games that the cpu 
CPU controlled teams, they don't, they don't access, they don't access. The tools are given for us and they don't use them. Why is it in the game if the CPU teams are not using it? Take for example, MLB The Show Scouting. I wish I could show you, but I didn't save anything, or honestly, if you're not watching this on YouTube, it's fine. You're not missing anything. I'm not showing anything. By the way, check out the YouTube channel. If you are just exclusively listening to this on whatever podcast platform you find this, State of the Franchise Gaming on YouTube. At state franchise on twitter but as far as i know and actually from what i'm literally looking at on operation sports at this moment which can be a bit of an entitled group of people over on there i will also touch on that at a later point in time not the point not to knock them but to talk about us franchise players and what we feel we are entitled to as people that are one-time purchasers not the point apparently the cpu teams only scout now mind you mlb show 23 they really hyped up this new scouting mechanic new scouting feature it was an hour or like two hour long live stream but they really hyped it up you know, new scouting, new way to figure out whether the future stars of your team are going to be stars, which really plays into potential rating or dev trait upgrades, progression and regression. That is also another episode. Y'all are just going to continue to hear this because, again, the gears have been churning. I've actually had the idea for this podcast for almost six months, and I'm glad I dropped it, but I really should drop this a lot sooner. Anywho, the CPU teams, they will individually scout players and they will just individually scout players. They won't discover new prospects. They will not scout a individual position. So if you were to throw 30 team control on and you look at what they have done with scouting on auto so that you don't have any influence on it, you look at what they have done. And they'll have so they'll have guys that are five percent, and they're almost never really scouting that many people. It's ridiculous. Why is this in the game if the CPU isn't using it? Like I completely understand if I don't know. Maybe it's just hard to program the AI to do things and not like run roughshod all over everything. Like. You know, not be like, oh, well, shoot, I know where the generational talent is. I'm going to only look at boom, boom, and boom. Maybe make it a little bit more randomized where, oh, and, and this is going to play in the RNG. Randomize, oh, you know, this scout is looking at guys between whatever randomization tool you're going to use, which I'm pretty sure I would suggest something like random.orgs. Um, 
algorithm, but I don't really know what they use either, but I do use random.org on a regular basis. This is not sponsored by them. Matter of fact, I don't even think they'd be able to sponsor me anyway. They're like a free tool. Every week during scouting, depending on how good your scout is, maybe somewhere around their rating, the... Now I'm going to talk about a little bit about statistics, but I'm not going to talk over your head. Or I'm trying not to. You know, The better your scout is, the closer they should be within like a standard deviation of how good of a prospect maybe they're scouting top prospects or or how accurate they are with said scouting that's probably a little bit more fair a scout that's 95 rated at pitchers so when they go out to individually scout a pitcher they're going to be very damn they're going to be really really accurate within i don't know a couple points a couple points of what their their true ratings may be and even then, I don't even think it should be, quote-unquote, a player's true ratings, especially if they're a rookie. But I'm going to talk about that at a later point in time, about the whole, how do I say this? Mystery. There needs to be more mystery in what we're getting. But again, another topic, another episode. Damn, the better the scout, the better, the more accurate they should be with said scouting report. And it shouldn't be absolute A. This scout, Randy Rodriguez, is a 95 scout for pitchers. And you're going to get an extremely accurate report from him. Not that he has no biases. Not that he favors, I don't know left-handed pitchers or something like that he or he knows left-handed pitchers better than righties or that he's better at scouting an individual pitch no no no, no. we don't get that nuance and nuance is something i want to see more of nuance nuance is how you keep people playing franchise mode not always keeping it simple not always holding our hands not always insulting my intelligence. Now, I'm going to sound like a bit of a hypocrite because in my Cincinnati Reds franchise here on MLB The Show 23, I have four guys who can play shortstop at the major league level. They're all on the roster and we're on opening day. Whether you watch baseball or not, just understand what I'm, what I'm saying. I'm at Rosario. I signed him in free agency. But he's got positional versatility. Can play shortstop, can play all the outfield positions. Ellie De La Cruz, top prospect, or you know, one of our top prospects, a potential. He's got shortstop, second and third base. So he can move around too. You know, he's not stuck having to play shortstop. He really, in theory, shouldn't be upset about not maybe not being the primary and starting shortstop but again that's morale it's something that MLB the show SDS took out of the game when they really could have expanded upon it both of those are two things I want to touch on at a later point in time anyways the point is I have four guys who can play shortstop yet these guys have positional versatility maybe some guys should feel some kind of way like hey man 
I want to be the shortstop and they should let me know. The AI doesn't seem to have the nuance that I have. We need to have them have better. We need better AI, better intelligence. Come on. As many AI tools that are out there, instead of making them be generic like it currently is, everybody runs the teams the same way or in a similar manner. Give us nuance. You give us nuance, you give us intrigue. We have the intrigue. We want to play more. When it comes to the trades, you know, teams going in different directions should be making different moves. Not always based off of that individual season because that individual season tends to be the only thing any of these teams ever seem to look at. I can look out into the future and be like, all right, I'm going to keep this guy down in the AAA level. I'm going to keep this guy down in G League. You know, let him let him cook down there. Let her cook down there. I know WNBA and other women's sports don't have minor leagues. And actually, that is something I want to talk about. Women's sports, um, video games. It's coming. It's coming. Don't worry. If I have the nuance to think at least a little bit in the future, the game should be able to do the same. The AI teams, the CPU teams should be doing the same. I should probably really differentiate between AI and CPU. I'll do that as we keep going. And these gaming companies really sit there and wonder why people don't play the modes. Because I have to sit there and come up with house rules and restrict how I want to, how I might normally have handled it because the AI isn't really up to snuff really that simple the ai isn't up to snuff to really like how many times have you seen people absolutely rip trades trade for the best player in the league trade for one of the top players in the league especially in mlb the show where some of these top guys have no trade clauses you just trade you just trade a bunch of just D's. I mean, they've gotten better with it, with their whole player metric, but they could take that a little further and will be the show. I could help you out with that if you want, but you know what I'm saying? You got to highlight me. Granted, I'm not a programmer, so I wouldn't know how to put that in the game to save my life. In order for me to play better, if in order for the, in order for me to have a more enjoyable experience, I shouldn't have to dumb down what I want to do. You know, I need resistance from the CPU, from the AI teams. I want them not to be so willing to trade a guy just because he's making a lot of money. Of course, again, nuance, nuance, nuance. A team like the Angels are not going to trade Mike Trout. Well, first off, they can't because he has a no trade clause in his real life contract. And I get that. Again, maybe you don't want to make everything so Sorry, my cat was chewing on something. One of my cats was chewing on something. It's her favorite toy. It's her little red parrot toy. She's had it since since the day I got her. Which, ironically enough, was the same day that Kobe Bryant died. But R.I.P. Black Mamba. Maybe you don't want to make everything so rigid, so close to reality. 
obviously you want people to have fun. And for some people, that's making wild, crazy trades. I know little, I know as a little kid, I did it. I know probably as a little kid, you did it. Or if you're a little kid right now, which I almost question how you're listening to this, but hey, I appreciate any new fans trading for your favorite players, you know, go for it. You know what I'm saying? However you choose to have fun. Uh, maybe there'd be different versions of franchise mode, which again, this is another topic I want to touch on, or at least an idea I want to throw out there. If it hasn't already been done, because I'm sure it has, because I've already seen it and it has been. I am 33 years old and I sound like I'm 53. But trading for a guy like Mike Trout, even with a degenerating back, the type of player he is, the type of numbers you could get from him while he's still in his prime, you should have to trade decent amount of prospects. Maybe some MLB guys. Of course, MLB the show doesn't give us more than three trade slots. It's neither here nor there. It's not here because I'm going to have to talk about it later over there. Maybe your player metric scale needs some different notches to make it a little bit more fair-ish. Maybe it needs more sliders, like 2K. But at what point do you want to have it where we just gonna let y'all rock as opposed to we've got a slider for everything and you can touch do whatever you got to do on the mall and it'll maybe things will balance out maybe things will look absolutely nuts again i already told you i want to touch on sliders at, a, at some point cpu teams have the tools if you put them on the back of the box, if you put them in the game, they need to be using them. Make trades harder. Make player acquisition harder. Make, give me a challenge outside of whatever is on the field. Share, follow, subscribe, wherever you may be watching and or listening to this, whatever the equivalent may be. And remember, you don't have to perform CPR on somebody you visibly see breathing. Just like franchise mode, ain't dead yet. <laughs>